Welcome to True Baloney, Episode 5. I'm George. I'm Peter. I know, and we're, we were five. just talking that we made it all the way to 5, presuming that we actually get this one out there. But we're really excited about that. We made it to 5, and um, as they say, the first 5 are the hardest. <laughs> And, and maybe you thought we wouldn't even make it to one. I thought we would make it to one, and then we would say, oh, yeah, but I'm busy, and... I always fantasized about the backlog, right? We'd have this, like, great mm-hmm. catalog of golden oldies. And, right. And now we do. There are, there are four besides this one That's that you true. can listen to. And honestly, they're all good. It's gold. Really. Solid Just go, go back and listen to them if you haven't. If this is your first one... Please keep listening. Tell you what, if you don't like if you don't like one of them, come find me. I'll give you a dollar. A dollar. I'll give you a dollar. Did you hear that? Come find yeah. Peter Palermo. That was yeah. Peter talking. Yeah. He is going to give you a dollar. I, I got do a dollar not have for a dollar. Every person who doesn't like an episode. Okay. Yeah. I, should I tweet that? Yeah, I'll stand by that worldwide, globally. I'll okay. stand by that. Seven billion people. Uh, I'm ready to roll. How about an expiration date? Maybe. <laughs> Just like this offer expires. Uh, if you can get to me. Uh-huh. And look me in the eye <laughs> and say, give me my dollar. I'll give you the dollar. You must be present to <laughs> you enter. Must be present and you must also not like the episode. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. Yes, that's it. Okay. That's it. Yeah. So. Good deal. Okay. Now, our special guest today is... Me. Peter. And he... You know, we have stories. I told my story about having a dog, and I have a couple other stories that... Well, we'll see. That's our lowest rated episode right now. So maybe <laughs> we won't true? have me is back as a guest. <laughs> I mean, according to the numbers, but you the know. Chihuahua was a pretty good. Anyway. I know. We, we got to yeah. re promote that one. Okay. But Peter also has a whole bunch of stories and life experience, way more than 50 years worth, I would say. Please. No ages, please. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just guessing. Um, and so. Now, you're going to tell me... I'm going to tell you a story about my first real show business job. Mm-hmm. My first real show business okay. job. Which was if working for the San Francisco Opera. Okay. Excellent. And so, that's a the, like that's the real organization. The real there. organization. Now, they had a touring arm. Mm-hmm. So it was young singers. Right. So this would have been like 1990. Okay. Maybe. My first real show biz job. Okay. And a friend of mine called me up. And said, um, hey, don't you want to leave Nebraska and come to San Francisco and work for the San Francisco Opera? And I said, yeah, I do. I want to do that. So, yeah, of course. So, and Did you know anything about opera? No, nothing. I know nothing okay. about opera. Okay. Uh, and still don't. No, that's not true. I probably know a lot more now. You sure do. But uh, so I went out. I was a prop master. So they okay. hired me to go on the road with this show, uh, Carmen, mm-hmm. possibly the most famous opera it's way the up world. there. It's way up there. It's so famous that I've performed Carmen. I've been in You the, were Carmen? I, I've been That's wow. The opera. I was in oh, the pit. Okay. Yeah. It. And, it. and it was very good. The Peoria Civic Opera. Was Carmen hot? I don't know. Carmen. Because I was in the pit. <laughs> oh. I, I couldn't see a dang thing. That's a darn shame. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say she was. She should always be hot. Um so I so they put us all in buses and trucks and there's like 50 of us and we're all in our 20s mm-hmm. and we go on the road for nine weeks. Okay. It's sort of crazy. Yeah. It's a rolling dorm room, mm-hmm. sort of. There's moves. fighting for the seats. Uh, oh, God. There was a whole hierarchy about mm-hmm. the seats. And one time I spilled a, a big gulp of Coke mm-hmm. down the bus floor and it 
spilled on all the girls' purses. <laughs> There's like, like Yelps going down. Right, and the crew the bus. wasn't even supposed to be in the bus, right? Mm. And somebody invited me in because I was, you know, you were cool. I'm cool. Or so you somebody had invited me in, and what is the first thing I do mm-hmm. but spill my big gulp? And uh, yeah, yes, I was never. Were you? I was never asked. Back. Now, what, what did you have to ride in the truck? So most of the crew was required to truck drive, but mm-hmm. there was more crew than trucks. Right. So occasionally. Okay. You know, you, you blew run. your opportunity. Yeah, I blew my opportunity yeah. totally. So, <laughs> but I learned a lot about things on I'm that sure. tour. And um, so, one of the, so I, my job as prop master was prop master puts out all the stuff that the performers used during mm-hmm. the show. So, we had muskets and mm-hmm. uh, plates that Carmen had to break and turn into castanets every night. And, um, so that was my job to keep track of all that stuff. Sure. And did you have to buy new plates or did you buy I enough? Had, I had enough plates at the start. Uh-huh. I had a trunk full of plates Okay. when I went out. I'm trying to remember if there was a gun that fired. Yeah, I think I had to deal with a prop gun that okay. had to go off at some point. Um, cool stuff. It was, yeah. it was a good job. Um, and I have a lot of stories about it, but the one I want to tell you. Yes is about a particular singer mm-hmm. that we had. So he, now, so have you ever, I'm going to, so that, that's the, I want to take you back now. Sure. Have you ever heard of a thing called the Crystal Cathedral? I've heard of a Crystal Cathedral. The yes. Crystal Cathedral is in, is in, I think it's in. Um, it's a cave. <laughs> no. With, it, it's a no. cave and it's all no. like it's e- a, shiny. It's a mega church in Los Angeles. That's okay. Go and ahead. The guys, the guy who, who who ran it was named Bob Schuler, Robert Schuler. Okay, I've Reverend, heard of him, Reverend Robert Schuler. Yeah, he and was that old guy. He's the old guy who just died. He seems nice. He's always been old because okay. I remember Robert Schuler when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I'd go to my step grandparents. Is there such a thing? Sure. Step grandparents' house. They were interesting people. Okay, let me tell you. That'll be episode twelve. Red shag carpet in their mm-hmm. house that they raked. Oh. So there were some rooms that you didn't go into okay. because they had been raked, and you raked yourself out of the room. So right. the red shag carpet was all like freshly mowed grass. It's got to be proper. It's got to be proper. Okay. So anyway, red. I mean, like magenta. I'm. I'm I can picture I'm, it. Picture it. And one of those giant like coffin-sized television consoles that mm-hmm. we used to have that you set on the floor. Yeah. And it was like a piece of furniture, like a yep. side table or hundreds a of pounds. Yeah. Sunday morning, there's Bob Schuler on the TV. That's what they watched. Mm-hmm. So, and they they watched it they, to watch uh, it. They it was no irony. Okay, for, that was that was. <laughs> they watched it for watching okay. Bob Schuler. Gotcha. Um, so uh, anyway, so one of our tenors. And so there's a whole lore in opera about there's a hierarchy, right? In mm-hmm. opera, like there's everywhere else. And the tenors are notoriously um, dim, perhaps. Okay. Is a polite way of saying it? Sure. I don't know. I'm sorry. They're not very bright. I apologize to all the tenors listening right now. I, I don't do. apologize to all the tenors on Peter's behalf because. Come find me. I'll yeah, give you a he dollar. He will give you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I always says because like they are like starving their brains for oxygen or something mm-hmm. like that. So this guy that we had was named. We had several tenors because we had to do a different show every night, and you can't sing, you can't sing Don Jose every mm-hmm. night, mm-hmm. right? You have some nights you have to sing a small part. Sure. And we had like three Carmens and we had three Don Joses. Right. And um, I don't know why they said Jose because 
Is that the Spanish way to say it? Um, you, you know, I used to know this. I think there's something to do with it. It's actually a French opera, but it's Spanish. Uh, and okay. and I'm... But they were all very particular about calling him Don Jose, mm-hmm. which, anyway. So, guy's name was White Eagle. Okay. White Eagle. And he was from South Dakota, mm-hmm. re- off the reservation in South okay. Dakota. He, um, he was... Older than the rest of us. Uh-huh. He was probably in his late 30s. Oh, man, so old. <laughs> right. Okay. But that's 10, 12 years older than the rest of us that were on the job. Okay. I have a picture of him in my head. So he's like six foot two. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he, I think he wore contacts because his eyes were a weird shade of blue. Okay. And he had hair like down in the middle of his back. And dark hair. Which he, yeah, dark hair, which he like um, tucked up under a wig. Or pinned up with like a bun or something like that okay. on show nights when he was Don Jose. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to experiment here. I'm going to try to do something. We're going to give you. This is Don Jose. No, this is White Eagle singing okay. at the Crystal Cathedral. Now, I got to tell you. He was a friend. Sure. Apparently. Because he was on Crystal Cathedral all He's the time. a friend of Schuler. Yeah, I've got, there's other videos of him on here in full, uh, Full Sioux uh, mm-hmm. Indian chief headdress, singing the national anthem. Okay. If you want to check that out on YouTube, I'm waiting for him to go up because right now he, he sounds, sounds like, like a baritone, baritone, doesn't he? Yeah. He's he's gearing up. Okay. Revving it up. And I I can go. see just a a little bit. He seems very sincere. Because you could see how the old folks would eat this up. Oh yeah, and you know he's a good singer. He's yeah. he's nailing his spots. He's totally. Oh, so. good! He had a nice hand gesture there. That was that was really nice. Okay, so there he is, and you can go find more White Eagle. Okay, on, on, on your own. And is he still around? No. So White Eagle was a deeply closeted man. Okay, and he died of AIDS, probably. Max two years after mm-hmm. the story, I'm going to tell you. You kind of really brought it down. I know. Well, you asked me. I, I did. I was going to tell did. you uh, <laughs> later, but I was going to wait till later. Anyway, yeah, no, so he's no longer with us. So. Okay. So White Eagle, rest in peace. I'm going yes. to tell your tales right now. <laughs> so um, he, so, okay, so at the end of the opera, mm-hmm. the climactic scene at the end yes. of the opera, John Don Jose and Carmen have their final lovers. Tussle. They they meet up. They meet up. You know he's broken her. She has broken his heart. Mm-hmm. He's kind of gone off uh, off off his nut, and he kills her. And that's the end of the opera. I think he kills himself too. Oh man, I, I can't remember. I should. I I did it. I should remember. I can hear the music. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Boom. Yeah. Anyway, so he stabs her, and that's the mm-hmm. end. He may stab himself too. I can't. Remember. Um, I think that was Romeo. Yeah. Or Juliet. One of the two. It doesn't matter. At any rate, he's got to kill her. Yes. He's got to kill her. She's got to die. So they're out there doing the final scene, Mm -hmm. right? The orchestra's going. They're out there. You know, White Eagle's doing his thing. And um, I'm backstage at my prop kit packing things up because, you know, the show's almost over. Sure. We want to get out of here. And I look down at the prop table and I see on the prop table the knife. Mm-hmm. And the knife that she's going to kill her with. That he's supposed to kill her with. Yeah. And so all the panic buttons in my body just go off all at the same time. What 
do I do? He doesn't have the knife. Is he already out He's on, on stage? stage. They're, they're having the final scene mm-hmm. right now. They are, you know, <laughs> 10 bars away. I don't... Okay. So I grab the knife and I, and I start working my way on stage. Uh-huh. I crawl behind well, scenery. Can I... Can I... So I... I'm remembering there's an offstage band and there's lots of people who are about to come on stage. Right, but that's oh, for right now it's just the two it's of them. It's just the two of them. And the way our scene our scenery worked, we had this like a modular set piece that looked like a it looked like a a bull ring. Mm-hmm. There was two levels. Okay. And so it formed this like half circle behind sure. the action of the play. And you could pull shades, there were shades that opened and closed. So some mm-hmm. of the shades were closed. Okay. So I started creeping out onto stage. Does anyone else know you're doing this? No, no one knows I'm doing this Go at on. this point. Uh, and um, so I'm creeping out on stage with a knife in my hand. And they're out there. He's like roughing her up. And I'm I'm as close to them mm-hmm. as you are, as you and me are to There's each other. There's a small right desk in between us. Yes. So they're going at it. And I'm like, I'm I'm upstage center in the dark going, and I'm pointing at the knife, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to catch uh, his trying eye. Trying to hope he sees. Trying to catch my... So he, they spin upstage towards me, and I'm, catch your knife. And he sees me, and he locks eyes with me, and he sees the knife in my hand, and you can just see the blood drain from his face, <laughs> and the horror crosses his eyes as he realizes... Like, oh, I'm going to need that. <laughs> as he realizes <laughs> what he's done. So he somehow managed to contrive to, like, you know, wrestle Carmen... Up to where I am, so he can so I can slip him the knife just in time. And so, she's got to be thinking, this is not how we block this. <laughs> just in time, so that he can you know run her through and stab mm. her. So, <laughs> so the day is saved. Carmen mm-hmm. dies. The opera goes off. So, so he's like the next. He comes off stage. He's like, thank you. He's like, I was. He was embarrassed. He was clearly embarrassed. Sure. About what well, happened. now he should have had the knife. Oh, absolutely. He should have picked right. up the knife. I mean. How and, do you go on stage without your knife? Well, I, I I never have my knife, so I could imagine. You know, I'm, I'm never on stage with a knife. I mean, you know, but, it's like if you're in a if you're in a cast of the Three mm-hmm. Musketeers, do you go out on stage without your sword? Okay, so just as an aside, uh-huh. in February I went um, to play a wedding. Okay, and it's tux, and um, it's cold. It was snowing. And I get my instrument, I put it in the trunk, I get everything, I make sure I have my bow tie, and um, I have my black pea coat on, and I am more than halfway to the job, well past the point where I can turn around. And I realize I don't have my, my tux coat. And I'm like, oh no, I, it's too late, there's nothing I can do, what am I going to do? And so... I played the whole wedding with, it was just the luck of the draw that I had my black peacoat on. And so it's like, wow, that guy, you know, that's a nice tux there, buddy. So you you saved, I mean, you were able to pull it off, but still it's a notch against your professionalism. Absolutely. Right? Except nobody ever so, said a word. Right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But you could, there's nobody else you can blame. No. For this. No, it was, it was so on me. So let me tell you how White Eagle dealt with this. Is uh-huh. that he went to the director. And said that clearly the prop master had fallen mm-hmm. down on the job by not ensuring that he had, A, the 
knife in his pocket when he went out on stage? And B, shouldn't we have a knife hidden on stage for just such occasions? Just in case he just forgets it. Just in case in the he future. forgets it. So that's <laughs> so. Therefore, then from then on, from that night on, one of my jobs to do before curtain was to tape gaffer tape a knife <laughs> to a fake rock upstage and, and just a, in case just in case yeah. did you have to tell the other don jose's like hey buddy uh, let's have a don jose meeting we're, we're gonna go over some notes and okay big note yeah guys if you forget your knife it don't worry about it i got, I got one right covered. here and I just got you covered peel the tape off of it because they didn't have tape back then <laughs> Yeah, don't leave the gaffer's tape uh, dangling from from the knife as you plunge it into. That was the other thing. Trick knives are hard to come by. Sure, you know. I mean, and that I, was before the internet. So like, mm-hmm. one of them broke, and I couldn't. I had to find one, and I'm like in Montana, and I where the hell do you find a trick knife in Montana? Right. I, well, yeah, I remember finding one in when I went to Disney when I was a kid. Yeah, and yeah. it was like it was a, a pirate. You know, it was yeah. outside the Pirates of the yeah. Caribbean. Yeah. It was the best thing ever because yeah. you could stab someone. Yeah. And then be like, ha I didn't stab you. That's fun. So that's my Carmen story. Okay. And uh, White Eagle, may you rest in peace. Sure. Uh, you, you, you've, I've got a lot of mileage out of you over the years. Sorry uh, I spoiled that by asking. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a legit <laughs> question. He was a strange cat. Mm-hmm. He really kept to himself. How could and, he not be strange? Yeah. I mean, I, he would and be. I, I, I later read about him. I think his name was Jeff Monroe. Okay. But he changed his name to White Eagle. Sure. You know, clearly this is a good career move. I mean, he got on the Crystal Cathedral. Wait, I've been to the Crystal Cathedral. That's okay. the other thing I was going to tell you is that when I did some shows in Los Angeles, I just found myself like at the In-N-Out Burger and like, oh, there's the Crystal Cathedral right there. Let's go look at it. Hmm. So in the parking lot of the Crystal Cathedral, mm-hmm. which is an enormous parking lot as big as a football stadium. I bet it is. There are... um posts regular posts like light posts uh, you know every couple parking spaces with speakers so you can sit in your car and listen to the sermon without ever having to go into the church it's like drive in church wow no that's not for the overflow people who because they oh sorry no room in the church you can listen in your car i have no idea i didn't and also does he they're on TV. Are they not on the radio? They're on, they're, well, I, you know, I don't know. You just wanted to be closer okay. somehow. Okay. I, you know, I wish they had had the little speakers that you hung in your car. Do you remember those days when you were a kid? Sure. And, uh, but they didn't. So uh, it was, um, I'm trying this here. So sure. we're, we're trying some new things, te- technology today. So uh, we want to be able to bring these to you faster. Fast. The editing thing that I've been going through is arduous. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm trying to simplify my life right now. And okay, I think it so, worked. Um, I don't have my reading glasses on, but we got one minute. Okay. To wrap it up. Well, I want to thank Peter, thank our you. special guest, for thank coming you. in and telling that story. And oh man, I can't, I can't imagine what you were going through when you realized that. That just the the feeling of dread. It was yeah, it was dread and panic. Uh, oh, I thought. Yeah, no, no, that was. And we, that's supposed we to want to uh, thank Swing Set for our theme music. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, You're guys. the best. And thanks to McKendree University for the beautiful Heil Studios. Please, please give us some feedback. Talk to us. We are on Twitter at mm-hmm. at True Baloney. Yep. And uh, we are also sending things out on Facebook. Remember yep. that Peter will give you a dollar. 
Yeah. And if you've got a good story, you want to be on our show, just write us. Please. Thanks, We'd everybody. love to hear from you. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>